0: I'm Charles.
1: I'm Christine.
0: And And we eat stuff.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. My name is Christine Guthrie, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we are seeking out people in St. Louis related to food Cooking, drinking, and eating. Our interview today is Corey Smale, one of the owners of Good Fortune, an all around very interesting person. This is our second podcast with Corey, and you can go way back to episode number 27 to hear about what Corey was up to back then, about two and a half years ago. Today, though, we're diving deep into the world of social media and how it's been affecting what we do, both the good and the bad. He mentions how business ownership has really made him take a look at his life and determine what his priorities are so that he can remain as human as possible. We're also really excited to share the news about a new endeavor Corey is starting with local restaurant superstars, Ben Peremba, and Zoe Robinson the three of them have teamed up to start a restaurant PR firm known as Hellion check out the exciting deets that Corey has to share about that congratulations guys thanks for listening and please enjoy our conversation with Corey Smale to be back. Waffle's
2: already asleep. Yep, good. He's like, I've assumed my position for the podcast.
1: What's going on, Corey? Shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not much. How are you? Well, I'm
2: Podcast is over. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, I'm good. I'm. Uh, I'm stressed. I'm not like super stressed. I was just hanging out with my friend Wesley. You guys know Wesley oh, yeah. Hoffman. Yes. Yeah. We hang out a lot. We have a little space where we play music at. And Mm -hmm. sometimes most, uh, half and half we play music. The other times we just sit and like talk Mm -hmm. and like have long conversations about stuff. And just like, you know, before we started recording this, we were talking about just the difference between now and like five years ago. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's always going to be different. There's always going to be a vast difference in five years. But like specifically with social media, St. Louis, just the way that like the scenes are evolving it's it's freaking night and day compared mm. to what it once was. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's as fun now, but there's so much more going on, which I think is good for our city. Yeah, assume that that's what big, big cities are like. There's just like tons of micro scenes and stuff, you know? Mm. But Wes and I were talking about less, like the people that support us now are different than the people then. Some people have gone, some people have came. We got new you know? Mm. And just how... We're still just doing this thing. You guys are still doing your thing, Wes and myself, and how that's just going to be what it's going to be. We're just going to continue to do our own thing, and hopefully people will keep picking it up and getting into it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. It was just like, when I started the donut store, and when Wes started Treehouse, when you guys started this, it was, now that it was more, like, it was just, I don't know the right word to say, like. Mm -hmm.
1: So it was more ground floor. Yeah,
2: and it was just like, oh, yeah. we're just doing this thing. And yeah. now, like, everything's a lot more intentional. Oh, it's and more, it's serious. Fun, it's a lot more serious. It's more yeah. serious. Serious, good good word. Yeah. Uh, I do think that it's a lot more like, all right, but what's the real the focus of this thing? Versus yeah. I think then it was a lot more like, I don't know, because yeah. there was a lot less going on, it seemed like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I was just thinking about you guys. I was talking about you guys over there, and now I'm here, and I was just saying, I mean, you guys have done a tremendous job still having fun with it, but also understanding that it has changed, you know. Yeah. And I think that yeah. I'm figuring that out and Wes is figuring that out. And so... I know. Cheers to you guys. Thanks for yeah, having me over. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Good and to see you And you guys have been doing it for a minute. Yeah.
1: We have. I know. Over the last year, year and a half, mm. we've actually started having some serious conversations about yeah. We eat Stuff because, I mean, a lot... I think a lot of people know, but maybe some people know, this is not our job. Mm-hmm. So we don't rely on this. I, yeah. And that's yeah. why we can afford to, as you said, have fun with it. Sure. It's our fun... Evening and weekend hobby, and we keep saying, you know, the minute that it starts become fun, yeah, we can pull the plug. Yeah,
2: and you should. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah. But it's a lot. That's a lot, though. A lot of people like uh, their weekend fun thing is like Xbox or like whatever. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) and that's cool too. But like your guys' fun thing doesn't require work. Yeah. And that's a that's a balance. I'm sure that you guys have to figure out is that like yes, you do it for fun, but it. Yeah, it oh, requires some effort it and does, upkeep yeah.
0: even to be fun definitely it does and it's, it's this kind of thing also doesn't really have set times like simply yeah. time box it we don't necessarily time box it like in between things at work I'll be like making a post sure you know or it's researching other people's what other people are posting and stuff like that and yeah it's just like um, and even right now I'm doing some research on the other kind of things we can do where we expand expand we stuff I know? feel that I feel that and it's, it's like because eventually Instagram's going to die out you know, it can't go on
2: forever the way it's going I mean MySpace yeah. died so you know yep. nothing, nothing's here forever mm-hmm. and I do feel you about like we were talking We were talking about that a little bit like an app or like yeah what is that next thing and I think about that a lot myself like mm-hmm. I've done I did Strange Donuts and now Good Fortune which forever was like oh it's coming it's coming mm-hmm. well it's came and it's here you know what I mean and I'm very much in that, that mode where I'm like okay <laughs> what else you know what I mean like Because I'm not a chef, you know, like Ryan is my partner and he's my, and he is the chef. And, um, just always kind of discovering what more can we do with these things that we create, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't
1: know. Yep. There's gonna be a lot
0: of open-ended questions in this podcast I can say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it though, I like it. It's
1: okay, it's quite the conundrum.
0: Yeah, because sometimes it seems like, uh, we work for weed stuff. It's if like we're not even way. in charge of it, we're just employees and we have to spend all this time maintaining and keeping it up. And it's yeah. like, it's not so even like, uh, that's why it, what it borders a little bit sometimes between work and fun. Mm-hmm. You know, because if we don't sure. post for a day, it looks bad.
2: And yeah, yeah, yeah. And people will start falling off and I, I, I get it. I mean, mm-hmm. so for you to put out your fun project as a public thing does require... Like, again, to go back to my Xbox analogy, if you play Xbox every day and then you don't play for like four days, no one's not going to know that you play Xbox. no one's going to share. But if you don't post on your thing or, you know, you're not putting out a podcast or you're not doing a thing, it's like, well, is that still a thing? And you don't owe it to anyone to do it because it is just, again, for fun. But in this world, yeah, everything is a little bit more serious these days. So, Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. You guys still get. I mean, when you go to restaurants, though, you get good food and stuff. People treat you nice. I'm sure. Well, we don't ask for that. But no, but they usually yeah. treat us very
1: nice. Yeah, that's a, yes. that's a thing. Yeah.
2: I mean, I know I hang out with Spencer. We talk about him, whiskey mm-hmm. and so. But we yep. we hang out a lot. We're just like friends. Yeah. And because uh, we we're both pretty passionate about food, and I think we're even more so passionate about like the scene itself and the personalities. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we'll go to eat, and it is wild eating with him because it's just like <laughs> they just bring it out, you know, but. Yeah. He does the same thing, He is, you know, and he, he'll take some pictures, and I think it's kind of assumed, you know, we're going to help each other out here, yeah. and I don't, but I don't think that is like, I don't look at that as like paid advertising or anything, I look at that as just like people that love the St. Louis food scene, just mm-hmm. supporting each other and themselves, yeah. which I think is very healthy and we need more of. I was going to say, before we started recording, and I was like, let's record this part, <laughs> uh, in my, I was, I did an interview with the RFT with Cheryl, maybe like, uh, two months ago, uh, and she said, "What's one thing that you that's missing?" And I said, "I think what's missing is just more people that are passionate about good food. They go out to eat. You know what I mean? Like Good Fortune gonna be busy tonight and last night, but like there's Tuesdays where it's not jammed. You know what I mean? And I know that's the case for a lot of restaurants in town that are doing amazing things. Meanwhile, you know, like the Fifty Fourth Street Grill in Chesterfield Valley." Has an hour wait on a, on a Wednesday. You know what I mean? And like, what sure. is that? Like, those people are eating food, but they're eating like product food. And I get that they're not going to, maybe they're not going to drive to South City or maybe they're not going to drive to downtown or something. But we do need more, for as much as we pride ourselves on being a food centric and, you know, a food and beverage town, we need more people to eat at these places and support mm. these places. Otherwise, they're going to start closing. And that sucks, especially as we record this yesterday, Vista announced they're going to close, you know, mm-hmm. and those are good friends and good people that have a great concept that I don't know. It's just not working out. So mm-hmm. I think we need more of what you like, what you guys are doing is such a good thing. And I, and sometimes people are like, we have feast dance. Also. I'm like, yeah, we let's have eight more publications. We just need mm-hmm. more people. Cause there are a ton of great places to eat. And there's a ton of great piece people making good food and drinks. Um, but they need to all stay busy so we can keep doing that. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it might be, I feel like, sort of a population growth thing. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, you know, on Instagram we follow a couple other bloggers from other cities. Some of the big cities. You know, sure. Chicago, New York, L.A. But they they allude that stuff is a lot more cutthroat. They don't work with other bloggers. They don't get along with them. And, you know, I wonder. There, there's just a fine line with that. I hear like, that a lot. Yeah, I so hope I don't we know. don't
2: experience that. Maybe that is part of the growing part of it, you know mm-hmm. maybe that's part of the growth, but
0: mm. I don't know. I like, can you imagine like um like hundred other weed subs, hundred other whiskey sobas, yeah. and hundred other mm-hmm. you know got like you know rest in peace, Mike but 100 Gus Gus Fun buses all trying to vie for our attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but there were enough restaurants to support that. Like there were like you know, hundred times more restaurants, but I wonder if we've reached peak restaurants because people can't find good talent anymore. It seems. I thought my friends who were trying to hire. It does seem that way. I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I I I don't know.
2: Good fortune, we're lucky. My partner is the chef. Ryan is the chef and he's established like a great culture from day one and we've had no turnover. No one's left. Mm-hmm. We've only been open 5 months.
0: But still, for that but time. But still right like hand. there's
2: like usually people have like an opening crew and that kind of like fades out after a few yeah. months. No one's left. Yeah. It's tight. We only have 9 employees, but they're all very dedicated. And so I know that people are there. I think it does require a lot um, of nourishment of the culture. But I, I would agree that, yeah, perhaps there are, there could be more people needed for the amount of concepts that are out there, mm-hmm. both in the kitchen and in the dining room, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. Something to think about, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's, it's It's evolving. It's like Again, go back to what we were talking about at the beginning. It's just different. Things are just very different. And I think that You know instagram's not new like we were saying twitter's not new like i don't think we're hitting the end of these things but i do think we're kind of starting to question like what's next they're getting a little stale yeah Yeah. what's Mm -hmm. the next Mm -hmm. thing that's gonna be like oh yeah it's this now because there isn't that thing right now Mm -hmm. yeah we tried
0: snapchat that really didn't work for what we do it really did
2: yeah yeah i never got on snapchat i mean i understand it but i never did it as a brand and it's still around but I can, t- it's not as big as it was mm-hmm. yeah. and I can tell you that it, I think that it, I just, I kind of knew it wouldn't be lasting like these other ones, mm-hmm. especially when Instagram, which Root is Facebook, yeah. Yeah, got into that whole game. I was like, well, then this is going to be a, you know. Yeah. Um, but I do think about that a lot. I'm like, well, what's going to be that next thing that everybody gets really excited about? Because I feel like we've been kind of using these same technologies and in, in social medias for five, six years yeah. now, you know. Which, when we mm-hmm. talk about the freaking MySpaces of the world, that's about how long they
0: lasted, too. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Mm. You guys mess with Twitch? Are you
0: on that? No, but I know about it. Yeah. Uh, but I, mostly, from what I understand, it's used for like uh, live bloggers who, who game. That's, yeah. what, that's what I understand, also, yes. But I guess it could be used for other stuff, like, too. I mean, so there's a whole trend going on right now of uh, on YouTube and other places where it's people live eating. That's the thing I was about to ask yeah, about that. Really? I was like, yeah. would there
2: could there be a Twitch where you go to the restaurant and like that is the Twitch I don't experience? don't think everyone wants to see me eat. I think <laughs> you're wrong about yeah. that. Like, well, I, maybe I, not I, on I, your <laughs> mouth while you're yeah, consuming yes. the food, but yeah. uh, so that tell me more about
0: that. What is mm. that?
1: Like live table. Yeah, basically, yeah.
0: there's a person like facing the camera. There's a bunch of food, like a, a really ridiculous amount of food. Yeah, and they eat all of them. Mm. Okay, and usually it's really good food, but usually it's something really. Is it about them, like, and their ability to eat a bunch of food, or about the restaurant, or like? I, th- I think it's just about. I'm not sure what's about because I've only seen a couple of these and I didn't watch them that much at all. was like, well, this is dumb, but uh, mm-hmm. maybe a lot of people are digging it because I guess the idea is that here's someone who's eating something that's really and you want to eat that food, so you kind of yeah have you the live, FOMO like, thing. Through that. Yeah. Okay. I'm not yeah. familiar
1: with this. I haven't heard
0: of these. Yeah, yeah. it's is a Japanese word for it. I think oh, yeah, okay. I can not remember what it is, but huh. it's it's uh, spreading around the culture, even in America too, where people are. I just film themselves eating, and that feel like watching it.
1: Huh, interesting. Yeah. I know on some of the social media podcasts and blogs that I read, they kind of say that podcasting is maybe the next big thing. Which is weird because it's I the know. oldest thing. Yeah, podcasting yeah. Been around forever. I know, and like did got, not catch on for yeah, like ten years. It just got years. really popular in the last three years or so.
0: Well, I think it's easier to stream it now. Before you had to go to mm-hmm. a website and spend forever downloading like an hour downloading it's a It's on thing. your phone. Your yeah. phone's connected to you. Yeah, take whatever you want. You can be disconnected from the internet and still... I listen to a shit ton of podcasts. Cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, and I also think podcasts are becoming, like, friends to people. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I listen to some... Like, I'm very nerdy about pro wrestling. And I listen <laughs> to, like, some deep, hmm. deep podcasts where it's, like... I don't know. Like, I can tell it's, like... It's for, like, a, a group of people. Like, that podcast is for mm-hmm. those people, you know? What
1: are the names of some of the podcasts Well, the podcast to?
2: is called The Lapsed Fan. And it is... Okay. It's an incredible podcast, but, like, it's hard to explain how deep this podcast so like, um, you know, like, I just listened to an episode about No Way Out 1997, which was a WWF pay-per-view that happened in 1997. The pay-per-view was only three hours, but this episode was seven hours. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah, wow. they have to break them up into, like, multiple parts. Uh-huh. I mean, it's,
0: like... Was there no way out? Was that one where a mankind nearly killed himself? Uh, no, that would have been uh,
2: King of the Ring, nineteen
0: ninety eight. Gotcha. So a year before, okay. Year after, oh, he's okay. actually
2: on a tour right now. Like a, he does like a comedy stand yeah, up yeah. tour, and it's about the it's the twentieth anniversary of that. Huh. Hmm. Wow! Wow! Cool. Yeah. yeah, they have an episode about that one too. Yeah, for Interesting. sure. Interesting. You
1: listen to any other podcasts?
2: Um... I listened to the Church of What's Happening Now with Joey Diaz. He's a comedian. I just actually went to Kansas City a couple nights ago and saw him. Mm-hmm. And he he's he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. Joe Rogan, I listen to him. He's here tonight. Oh, um, wow. sold out. Nice. Wow. Cool. yeah, that's how popular podcasts are. <clears throat> sold oh, out. Peabody, yeah. up, up house.
1: He has probably like on the internet, arguably the most popular podcast. Yeah. yeah.
2: Every time in the little bottom right hand corner, he's always like the top episode or yep. top podcast. Hmm. Yep. And I find him fascinating because he appeals to so many random people. Like, mm-hmm. in the last month, he's had on Henry Rollins, Macaulay Calkin, and, De- and Ted Nugent, which is like, uh. you couldn't be more. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 he's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But he's a great interviewer, yeah. and he's genuinely just what seems like a curious dude. So cool. I think that, that people are attracted to that interview. Yeah, that's
1: cool. what we try to do. Yeah, I yeah. think that's
2: good. I've listened
0: to... I've listened to um, your guys episode with Will from Billie Jean the other day. I love mm-hmm. Will. He's a great guy. He really is. And he's just so great with hospitality. He's just a nice, friendly person. He's the king. Mm. <laughs> he's, lear- He's you know, he learned from Zoe. Yeah. He mm. learns from Zoe. Mm-hmm. Zoe and Ben and
2: I are launching a project called Hellion. Really? Uh, it's yes. a consulting agency. Oh, really? I see. Yeah. Yeah. It's going ah. down. Ooh, I've been hinting at it. it. Maybe this is the debut of maybe I maybe this is the announcement. If this comes out in four I don't know. We're we're about to announce it somehow, one way or another. But yeah, mm-hmm. we're doing a you press release. And Zoe
1: Robinson and Ben Peremba. Mm, wow. Nice. Those are my men. Okay, I, I learned mm. a lot. Well, I got more. to
2: know Ben because I was originally with Good Fortune. We were gonna be at that daycare across the street from where Good Fortune really yeah. is. And I was mm. like, well, okay, we should I should be friends with this dude, or at least get to know him because he's Kind of runs this little block over here yeah and so we started hanging out and I really like him he's uh he's very straightforward it's the Israeli in him he's just like honest mm-hmm. and to like like he'll be like I don't really like your shirt and like he's not like being like me he just yeah, doesn't yeah. like your shirt yeah he's letting you know yeah. yeah and <laughs> like uh, I love that about him I think that like mm. that can be off-putting but I, his his sense of honesty is very refreshing to me mm. anyway I I have a lot. This is my first real restaurant, good fortune. Um, mm. And so I have a ton to learn about restaurants. And Ben is a good dude to learn from. And I totally respect everything that he does. And I think that he respects what I do, as like the marketing part of it, because mm. that's very new to his business. And so we've had a great kinship. And we just started hanging out, getting to know each other. And he's like, You need to meet my mentor. And I was like, Who's that? And he's like, Zoe. And I had known of Zoe. To be honest, I was like, oh, I don't think I could ever, like, I, this lady's so different than me. You know I mean? I, like, had this, like, punk rock donut store, and sure. she's, like, the queen of sophistication. Yeah. And I always thought, I was like, I'll never know this this woman, you know? <laughs> but then Ben's like, no, we're going to go to Billie Jean. You're going to meet Zoe. And I just, like, I fell in love with Zoe. I was just, like, you are amazing. Like, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. Zoe reminds me of, like, like, we're different in age, But if I would like, I feel like if we were the same age, we would like we would be best friends. Like like if Mm. Zoe and I were this age now, we would have done restaurants together, mm. you know. Um, And the fact that she is, you know, she's Ben's older than me. She's older than Ben, and she's killing it. She's been doing it for such a long time. Everybody loves Zoe. I love her sense of design and her just her her hospitality and just her love and care that she gives you when you're in her restaurants is like. It's just top-notch like you just feel like a vip
0: with her all the time and there's definitely something there's something a little punk about zoe too yeah that's yeah,
2: really yeah, like she a, really is yeah billy
0: Jean. you have the naked ladies she's an and... artist <laughs> i mean, she's avant-garde
2: still and like she still pushes it yeah. like she'll have people that are you know bankers in there in suits and yeah like you yeah. look around there's like naked women and like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's really progressive yeah. and she's yeah. just a, an amazing person Yeah, she is and so i would start hanging out with her and ben together And we'd be getting lunch, you know, and just having meetings, just whatever. And they brought up this idea that they had been wanting to do this hospitality. Like, they didn't really know what they wanted to do. Like, Ben's more culinary business. He's a designer himself. I mean, you go to his restaurants, they're nice restaurants. Mm -hmm. Um, Zoe is, like, very much in the design, hospitality world. And then I'm just, like, this wild, like, marketing dude, you know? (laughs) Like, DIY, whatever. And I think that resonates with both of them because I think that punk rock, is both of their spirit um Mm -hmm. and so they had talked about like yeah we've been kind of wanting to do this thing but they've been talking about for years they're both super busy i think they talk about it and then go run their Mm -hmm. 10 restaurants between the two of them (laughs) and i was like well i i'm ready like i'll do this if you guys want and they're like okay and so i very much like took the role of like okay well i'm gonna start working on a website so we have a website now (laughs) and we have a press release being written and i like I schedule our meetings and like, I'm like the driver of it. Mm -hmm. And I, then I, and I, then I give it up to them and and let them lead when it's their turn to lead both like with our potential clients and just like more, they more experienced than I do. They more better perspective, you know? Mm. But I very much am like the energy between the three of us of like, okay, let's do this. Okay, let's do this. Mm. So by the time this comes out, it'll either be like right now or like real soon, or it just have happened that it'll be announced though. Like we have a press release and we're going to announce it. I think it's St. Louis Magazine, and like, it's gonna be a big deal. And it's called Hellion, which is like a a devilish child, and like, (laughs) kind of a mischievous one. Mm -hmm. And I I think that that also resonates in all three of us. And Ben and I were gonna do it together, because Zoe, one time, was like, I'm kind of nervous, I have a lot going on. And then Ben and I were gonna do it, and I was like, this will be good, but like, we really need Zoe, because everybody loves Zoe. And so then Zoe's like, all right, I'm in, and we're like, all right, cool. (laughs) So it's going down. It's called, our website is Higher. Hellion.com. Hmm. so like hire us, H-E-L-L-I-O-N. And then our social media is Hire Hellion.
1: Nice.
2: So,
0: and what that do you offer? Or
2: what um, you offer? Marketing. So we're a creative agency. I think we come from the hospitality world, but I come from marketing. Like I start, I work in ad agencies, yeah. you know. Um, so anything from design to training to um, marketing to... There's a term that we like to use called restauranting, which is everything from mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean, like coming up with where the real estate's going to be to lining up who's going to provide the plates and the mm. who's going to install the hood to building it out to, I mean, like Zoe put, finding the right ribbon to go around the toilet paper in the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm. so many between the three of us. Like, there's so much depth I think to the concepts that we have um, that. I don't know when I realized I opened good fortune I was like oh that was a business in itself like just opening it was Mm -hmm. a business you know like to come out the gate with a bunch of followers and a bunch of excitement and press like that's a job too and a lot of restaurants I think could use that same momentum when they start up because I know it's like especially challenging when you're just getting off the ground you know Mm -hmm. and also I think there's restaurants out there that could use just kind of like a new set of eyes or a pair of set of eyes on like well, let's liven up the space. Maybe Ben mm-hmm. comes in and like, let's change up some of the menu and, like, understanding food costs. And so mm-hmm. I think we're specific, like, from the world of hospitality. I don't think we're limited to that, but I do think that um, the clients that we're talking to now are all in the hospitality world, and there's a couple that are just not. They're just looking for more marketing efforts. So um, we haven't announced any of our clients yet because those, are all, those deals are being kind of finalized right now, but... I am very excited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. That's neat. Yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's, it's the first time ever since I left advertising and did Strange, I was always like leading and like bringing my friends along with me and like, all right, let's do this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And this is the first time where I do lead like I've been talking about and like, all right, let's set up the meeting. Let's get the logo. Let's get the brand and let's get the website. Let's get the press release. But the business itself, I this is one thing where I, I don't feel like it's all on me for like our success isn't all on me like Ben and Zoe with their experience and their connections like are a huge part of like I think the potential of the project so mm-hmm. I'm quite excited about it it should be fun and it um, it just kind of keeps me in that that state of mind of like doing new stuff which mm-hmm. is actually really refreshing for Good Fortune too because it's kind of made me be like okay Good Fortune's open what else now and so we like started rolling out you know we did this young blood dinner series yeah. and we're doing that and then we have a new thing called forbidden city that actually starts now it's gonna mm. be it'll have already happen by the time this comes out but it's like every few fridays i think every three or four fridays we're gonna be open from 10 p.m to midnight mm. and do dollar dumplings and five dollar fried rice and like mm. luke's just gonna do weird crazy like fluorescent glow the dark cocktails and stuff cool. and just do Yeet. crazy stuff yeah. and like turn the lights out turn the music up and just have a good time just cool. in the front so it's like really tight and cramped yeah. sure cool just to keep doing new things, you know. And then very much let the restaurant be a great restaurant. The difference between this, between Good Fortune and Strange Notes is like night and day in the sense that I feel like with Strange it was like, "Alright, we have to do something new every 4 days." You know what I mean? There's a donut or a, an event or a sponsorship or something. Yeah. And Good Fortune's like, "I only I only want to do one new thing a month. Like, let's do that, mm-hmm. and then the other days let's just be a great restaurant." Yeah. And I think that that Ryan appreciates that and I think it's good for me too because I'm like, I just can't go as fast. And You've as hard matured as I into your. I'm I'm trying. Age, I'm, your, trying. Your career. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm yeah, trying.
1: Yeah, I feel that.
2: It's it's tough because a part of me, <clears throat> wants to like, just keep going, um, not know where I'm going, just keep pushing, keep pushing, not even understand how to deal with stress, anxiety, mm. just smoke a bunch of weed, mm. just go 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 go. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm like, no, Corey you have to deal with stress now (laughs) and you have to deal with your anxiety and so I go to a counselor and that helps and then the other times I just I just take it on you know what I mean because I I want the rest of my life to be like this like able to handle my shit versus like before I was just like running and running and running and running and like to the success of of my first business but I think, to the detriment of my own self in mm. some ways, which is just a weird feeling. But. Well, it probably just wasn't
0: sustainable, too. It eventually mm. would have been, like, a some... Major no, sc- I
2: fell on my face. Look at my face. Do you guys see the scar I have right here?
0: Oh, nothing's light, but Oh, it's pretty deep. Oh, and I've
2: seen it now, yeah. Okay, yeah, I have a scar on my face, and I have one under my eye, um, because one night I had done this project, um, and, and I just put so much energy into it, and I kind of went out to celebrate, and I had... A lot to drink, a lot to eat, and a lot to smoke. And then I took a bath. I took a lot of baths. And I got out of the bath, and I just, like, fell down. And I fell in my bed. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, one of those Ikea beds. So it's, like, particle board. And, mm-hmm. like, part of the particle board was, like, in my face. And I had a concussion. Was, like, oh. blood. It was gruesome. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was, like, a real eye-opening experience. I definitely kept smoking weed uh, <laughs> after that. And then earlier this year I almost had a heart attack and I was like okay Corey, you really are going to die if you don't I mean, slow down. You
0: actually you know you actually had, almost had a heart attack. Or? Uh-huh. I had to
2: go to the emergency room cuz I was like bending over to pick something up and like I could feel like my heart my heart was exploding and it like started shooting down my arm and into my mm-hmm. hand and my mm-hmm. wrist and I was like Jeez. what is going on and so I went to the hospital and they were like uh you're not having a heart attack but you are having a panic attack and you're super stressed out and you need to find a way to deal with this and so i went home i smoked weed one last time <laughs> and i took a bath and then the next day it was 420 and i was like okay i'm not i'm just done and so i just didn't and then i did a tweet and i was like you know i said no 420 specials from good fortune cuz i was like i'm just not that anymore you know and made me realize like strange noise was that and like now mm. the world's becoming that like weed's about to be legal and like yeah. i just i just want to stay ahead of shit i don't want to be pinned down i don't want you to always think i'm this or that or this or that i, I think that people can change and do change if they try really hard mm. and so that's just what i've been working on mm. and it's led me to
0: this point i think i'm talking nice. a lot but i guess no, you're supposed to yeah okay. <laughs> we want you to talk that's a lot okay. All right, so,
1: cool. you, you quit that, you quit smoking, you quit yeah. drinking. Exactly I never really drank, time? like...
2: Yeah, I, I never had a drink. I would never really drink. I was always super-duper lightweight. I'd have, like, yeah. one or two beers a week. That was never... It wasn't a thing. Like, I was addicted. I am addicted to marijuana. Like, mm. uh... I know that. I never was like, oh, I gotta get a drink. It would just mm. be like, we are mm-hmm. going out to eat, I'd have a drink or something. Yeah. And so, I guess, like, I could, like, go right now. My wife just texted me. We're going to Bottleworks with some friends at 445. I could go and, like, have a beer and be fine. I just... I don't know. I'm just like now. I'm in such a weird state of mind that I'm like, no, no drinking, nothing. Mm. Just like deal with what's going on. Mm. Just deal with it, Corey. Because I've proven that so far. I've proven that I really can, and mm. so I'm working on it now. And mm. so,
1: how do you utilize that now? What do you What do you do to deal with the the stress, anxiety, just things that are happening? I
2: swim a shit. I swim every day.
1: Mm.
2: I go to the sauna. I sweat out a lot of the toxins that are in me and the anxiety that's in me and then I go and swim and then I get in the steam room this is all while I listen to a wrestling podcast because I have a little iPod <laughs> shuffle that's waterproof nice and so I do that I play a lot of music with Wes uh, I go climbing a lot like rock climbing? Oh, shout out to my friend Dave they have a gym you climb so ill I, I used to, I climbed there before okay cool I used to do it until I hurt
0: my wrist and then oh I yeah in. it can happen I, I gotta take my time on that yeah, uh, I jump for something and kind of miss it then grab something else and just oh yeah God. Yeah, I just do the bouldering, which is mm. like you don't have a whole. Oh right, 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 you yeah. Just yeah, yeah. Free climb.
2: Mm. I like that. It requires me to just zone out and focus on that. Mm. Uh, I take a lot of baths. Um, I just try and find stuff to keep me, to keep me occupied in a positive way. Mm. I just try and replace that, that time with other stuff. Mm. Like it's not easy, but I do. Like Wes, it's interesting. Wes and I were talking before this, and he was like, "Are you happier now?" And I was like, actually, I don't think I am. I think I was happier. Uh, I'll answer that. It's a long answer. I was happier when I just was, like, going through the motions, I Mm -hmm. think. Perceived happiness. Mm -hmm. I am happier now, but it's requiring me to really kind of internalize a lot of how I feel and why I feel that way. And that is hard work Mm -hmm. to understand why I'm feeling this way and what I'm going to do about it, aside from, like, just get fucked up, you know? Like, I just can't do that anymore. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I am happier, though it's harder. Hmm. Hmm. But whatever, life's hard. You know what I'm saying? So what am I gonna do? You know, I, like I, I want more out of life than what I had. Obviously, uh, so in
0: order to do that, I'm gonna have to be my best self. So, hmm. have you ever, ever thought you might be on the autism spectrum?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Hmm. I think my parents, luckily, they were broke, so they didn't give me prescriptions for me back in the day, and I'm yeah. thankful. I'd be like, I never was on Ritalin or nothing. Hmm. I mean, but I'm, yeah, I mean, I clearly, I mean, look at the way I do stuff. It's just like, I just go all the way when I do something or I turn around and I don't do it at all. Mm -hmm. I I had the donut stores making, uh, I mean, a lot of money and I was like, I quit. People are like, what do you mean you quit? I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I remember I talked to Tilford uh, and he was like, you're crazy. And I was (laughs) like, I guess. I was like, I think I can do more than this Mm. and I'm working on it now. The fortune it's biggest strange donuts is but it's gonna be and so is the rest of stuff i'm about to do you know what i mean it's gonna be bigger like but yeah i think that's definitely something there's some adh whatever it is about that in the mm. sense that like i just keep going and going and going but again i start i'm starting to understand that about myself and just work with what i got going on so mm. i go to a counselor she's the bomb and she just like her name is donna and she's older and she's amazing. I don't know if she'd want me to tell everybody about her information, but <laughs> she has real life experience and like, it's like, I'm just for the first time really starting to understand why I feel this way about stuff. You know what I mean? Versus before I was just like, oh, I just feel it this way. Deal. Let's let's cope with it or mm-hmm. deal with it. Now I'm like, wait, why? So mm-hmm. it's cool. It's just hard work though. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Everything is like very intentional now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys feel like that?
0: Oh, I definitely um, my family. Uh, both my parents identified as uh, autistic. Really, and my brother definitely has Aspergers. Uh-huh. So for me, my myself, you know, I react to these things differently. And when mm-hmm. I was younger, I just escaped you know interactions through using computers and yeah. like uh, reading and stuff like that. But then I got older. I had my own phase of just being really fucked up all the time. I was a major stoner. Yeah. Um, definitely drank a lot, and that let me be social. Yeah. Because I just could cope with it. Yeah. And it, it's the same. I kept, you know, uh, using things to allow myself to cope with stuff. So I didn't really, didn't actually deal with it. Yeah. So. How did you figure <laughs> that out? Or how did you? Um, basically, it's it just one point where um, I was in, like, Southside Chicago. And my life was just really terrible. Really? And my parents eventually at one point said, like, you know, why don't you just come back home? We'll pay for another college. hmm And I just kind of stopped doing all that for a while. Wow. Went well, to another college, studied computers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just, uh, then I have kind of got it back in a little bit again in some ways. So, you know, we have, we have these phones. The yeah. phone is a little bit of a support system as well. Yeah. But I do realize also sometimes it's okay because it does allow me to deal with certain situations I might normally not want to deal with. Mm-hmm. And it, it is good to be able to internalize it, but sometimes you just can't. I understand. And I should pay attention better, and it's in meetings actually. It's kind of a weird thing to say. If able to look at my phone now, then. Just like if I were doodling. Yeah. Doodling helps too, but. Generally, people wreck worse to you doodling during a business meeting than just looking at your phone. Like, maybe you're actually using work when you look at your phone, you know, kind of thing. But I see. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, like, I definitely went through something similar. That's why I asked about the autism spectrum. Yeah. Um, How is, long ago was that for you? Um, that was a transition I made, like, about 20 years ago. Holy cow. Yeah.
2: And so, t- 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 tell me this, because I'm like, this is all very new to me. Yeah. Uh, does it get better? Do you feel it still? Uh, like just
0: like those moments of like you don't know how to deal with stuff. Oh, it's it's definitely all the time because we get you get into things yeah. when you're in something you don't recognize. Yeah, you're too busy saying this is important. I must do it. I see. I understand. You know, and yeah, and Christian definitely testify this. I I get obsessed, and focus on things, and often forget that there's other people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And view them as obstacles, and that's where people are in the way. Yeah. I'm. I
2: thank you for opening up to me about this. I I I, I feel. A lot of what you're saying,
0: hmm. very, very much so. And it doesn't it doesn't necessarily get better, but as you you already find it, you can you can deal with it better, and yeah. sometimes recognize oh you're you're getting a, a cycle. Because I used to be a hypochondriac as well, and um, I had major problems where I always thought I had some deathly disease, mm. and what it was I just keep getting so excited it just cycled around itself, and I realized I just need to stop. Yeah. And wait it out and see if the symptoms continue, and they wouldn't after a couple of days. Wow. Because so I just was so focused on my own body, so focused on the the symptoms. Yeah, and so focused on, and so freaked out. They just kept building all the time. Damn. Yeah. All
2: right, Christine.
1: Oh man.
2: <laughs> Tell us about your problems.
1: <laughs> my problems.
2: Yeah, this is a whole new podcast. Oh right yeah. Here. I'm, loving Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm loving this. I'm loving this.
1: We psychoanalyze I stuff. I don't know. We do a little bit. Both I of you. Kind of jokingly say because I'm. I'm notoriously antisocial. Yeah. Uh, in our relationship, I'm the quiet one. Mm-hmm. He's much more... And I jokingly say that I hate people. It's not true. I don't hate people. I don't really like crowds. I'm not into interacting with a bunch of people. Same. But I'm super introverted. Yeah. And so whenever like, whenever we go out to eat or go out to a coffee shop or a bar, I usually prefer it's just the two of us. Yeah. not really big into big events or those group dinners, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so... Actually, a problem my whole life is that people people think if you're quiet, then you're a bitch. Right. <laughs> <I> <laughs> or understand. an asshole. You know, I that did, get it. Yeah. And so I tend to... Unless it's a conversation, I don't feel like I have something to contribute. I tend to stay quiet. Mm. And a lot of people misunderstand that. Yeah. But I have reached a point, I'm 36 now, that... I just I just deal with that and you know I, I get along with the people I get along with that's why I love these podcasts because yeah, I sure. do much better with three or four people in a room.
2: It's interesting yeah. because, for us, like we're having a a private conversation, <laughs> like you're we are I think we're all probably pretty introverted people, mm-hmm. but that we, with social media, can communicate in a very public way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this is a private conversation that is a public conversation at the same time. Yeah. Like, I don't think we could have, we could go to this depth if there were a hundred people around us watching us right totally. now. Oh yeah, i would be a little However, yeah, yeah. Mo- there'll probably be more than a hundred people, I assume, that will listen to this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting how like yeah. technology and like you were saying, like you would use it to kind of get away, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but we can also use it to, to break through some of those introvert aspects of our lives, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Right that makes now. sense. I've but, heard
1: a lot of things or read a lot of things either on heard it on podcasts or read that a lot of these successful bloggers instagrammers whatever they're actually very introverted they're very oh, for sure yeah. so and yeah. you know like i mean we get recognized but you know they're not out there making mm-hmm. a big splash so a lot of people you would not know how popular they are i they mean how do.
2: often do you go and this as soon this happens to you guys in st louis not a huge town but you'll go somewhere be at a restaurant and you'll be like oh i know that person mm-hmm. but like i'm not gonna like And they know you, but you're not going to like go and be like, Hey, what's up, man? And be like, I don't know you, but I know you, you know (laughs) what I mean? That just doesn't really happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But I actually am trying to like work on some of that. Like I was at a party the other night and there was like some people there that I, I would normally just kind of like not connect with, not even in a a negative way. You know what I'm talking about? Where you'll see someone and they'll see you, but it's like, you're not like gonna exchange any communication or anything. Mm -hmm. I actually was just like, what's up? I just said, what's up to people? I don't, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually talked to my counselor a lot about that too, because like by hour two of the party or two, two and a half, I was literally just sitting up and staring at the stars. And I was just like, and I wasn't bored, but people like, that's like they were saying about being a bitch. People look at that and are like, what is wrong with this dude? Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, he doesn't want to be here. B, he's out of his mind. Like something yeah. is wrong. Yeah. And in reality, that's not true. She explained to me, she's like, you just need like be there for an hour. Because when I go into things, I'm great. I'm mm-hmm. Like, I'll go in, I'll say, what's up? Hey, hey, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. excited. I got the energy behind yeah, me. Yeah. But by, like, hour two, hour three, especially if there's people, that are, you know, that are drinking or whatever or they're indulging and I'm not, I'll find myself, like, really kind of removed from the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And rather than, like, put the focus on myself, I just need to go home or just go mm-hmm. take a bath or something. Mm-hmm. And that's totally acceptable yeah. is to, like, just make sure that in the time that I am on. That I do my best with that. So, mm-hmm. you yeah. You
1: need to do your recharge. Yeah, I got it. Really yeah. It's
2: a quick, I ha, it's like I got an old iPhone that dies real quick. You know what I mean? Mm. And like I get there and I got the boost and I unplug it. And it's like, all right, here we go. It just starts draining. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm watching a YouTube video or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, all right. And it's yellow. It's like, it's just time to go mm-hmm. rather than sit there and it die. Because mm-hmm. I think that that's when people. Kind of like what you're saying, then they kind of think, assume things about you because it's, and in that sense, I really don't feel like I can control it. I just, Mm -hmm. I just feel like I need to like, but I now know that I can, in the sense I can just kind of remove myself from it and no one's going to get mad about that. I'm always afraid that people gonna be like, you don't want to hang out? And it's like, no, I just don't want to hang out for a real long time. Mm-hmm. or with yeah. a bunch of people yeah.
0: well my main problem is I don't just hang out with people It always has to be some, some purpose behind it really? yeah it's like we were working on a project together yeah I feel or, that and so it's just like someone says why well, can't we just hang out and like, what well, we want to work on it. just hang out like me just hang out <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking <laughs> I about I did know what you're saying Yeah, you know, it's just like uh, I've, I've been so project orientated, yeah. so like creative enterprise orientated it's yeah. like you know, I mean, that's one thing about, you know, uh, food is that, like, while I'm eating food, I can talk about the crafts of food and or sure. cocktails. And that's kind of like, it's not just hanging out, it's actually, you know, working. It was time to try to go like, I heard, first time I went to Good Fortune, and we just went there, it Was are just going have a meal, we won't be on. Yeah. And suddenly, everyone there knew who we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I remember was like, that. I, I, was, I was like, oh, I, don't, I really don't want to be on right now. I was kind to, of like, want to just eat and quiet. And you got to go
2: to weird restaurants. That's what you got to do. That's me and my wife do. Like, mm-hmm. it depends, like, should I... I we talk about it. it's like, yeah, we're we'll like we're gonna go out to eat. a bag. do you want to go to a place where you're gonna know people? Yep, or it's right here, yeah, are you not? Know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Last night we went to Steak and Shake. I didn't know anybody.
1: Nice. <laughs> no, way. <laughs>
0: nice. But yeah, I felt like I actually felt like a little bit like an asshole that day because when uh, so it wasn't really taking pictures, it wasn't really, uh, you you're know, you're just enjoying a meal. Yeah, yeah, and I felt kind of bad, like, well, you know. You know, maybe they think, I don't, we don't respect them or something like that or don't think they're real, No, you know, I don't get that. and, and Especially yeah.
2: don't get that now. I think it's cool that you put that out there. I don't think that people should expect anything. Just
0: like, mm-hmm. vice versa, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went to the, uh, one that was really crazy when I went to Benevolent King when I first opened, like a soft opening. Mm-hmm. A lot of the media people were there. Yeah, And we're all, there was like, you know, um, Allison Mace, yeah. George May, yeah, and a bunch of people from Sauce. I mean, yeah. from uh, from Feast. Yeah, yeah. And it's like one where there's no chance not to be on. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it was I mean, like... those, are,
2: those are. I understand what I'm getting into when I go to something like that, yeah. and, I, and I just prepare, and I'm just like, all right, here's what it's gonna be. I'm gonna probably talk to everybody that's here, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. I can't do that very often, but. I do understand when that's happening and just the way to handle that. So well, as
0: influencers, we get invited to a lot of those type of things. Yeah, I'm sure. And it's like, you don't want to turn it was down because, like, you know, it's a chance to get free food. You know, a chance to uh, you know take some nice pictures, hopefully.
2: Yeah, and keep your name out there. You know, yeah. keep your
0: relevance out there. Like you're saying, I get
2: it. Yeah. I get it. Nice. How often do you guys get? I mean. How often does that happen? You get invited to that shit
0: once, twice a week probably. It's getting to a point now, yeah. 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 New
2: well,
1: summers, all the time. Are, summers are busier. Uh, they are a, yeah. Once the school year comes, it slows down a little bit. But but we get we literally get a couple emails every day. Yeah. Damn. Inviting us to stuff yeah. or just press releases, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: and we really uh, you know take it except like one or two of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we did every single day. We would have to pinch quit our day jobs. And mm-hmm. just do, but if we did that. Of course, it changed whole game. Yeah, that would if change. To make your money account. off it, we have to be really kind of. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting.
2: It's interesting. I, I I think that Mike was the first. Uh, Mike was the first one. Like I remember, like a few years ago, it was like the Taste of Maplewood, and Mike was like one of the judges. And I was like, this is wild to me because mm-hmm. here's a dude who's like just doing it for fun, but he's like doing it for fun alongside people that are doing it for money. Yeah. And that's really very interesting to me in the sense that it's like, well, what do you expect from this? You know what I mean? Like, I know you guys don't want to make money, but like, if someone does send you a press release, how do they think that that shit works? You know what I mean? Because like, if you send a press release to Sauce and they put it out, I get that they're putting it out by the power of advertising that mm. goes into them to pay their salaries to put out your press release. Yeah. But if I send a press release to you guys, what do I expect from that? It's I don't think, you know, I mean, if you really think understand how, how the pie is baked, it's like, well... You guys aren't charging, you know what I mean? If you're just getting free meals, yeah, mm-hmm. and you're doing it for passion, like, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's 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 a tricky situation to be in you guys. That's yeah. like exactly. Yeah. What we're trying and to you don't want to compromise do. what you're doing. Yeah, and yeah. Start. All right, we'll put out your press release for blank amount. Yeah. there's a very popular Instagram account in town. It might just be called the city gram that we live in, mm-hmm. and. It's weird because like, they'll approach people and be like, hey, we're, we'll we put out your post for X amount of money. And mm-hmm. it's like, what? And it's <laughs> yeah. like, they've got a big following. But A, it's, it's also very bizarre because it's not even their content. It's yeah, like yeah. Their, repo, their, 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 their feed is other people's stuff. And yet they're selling advertising based on, I guess, just having a lot of followers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And to me, that totally turns me off. And I'm like, dude, I'm not into this and I don't even respect this anymore. You know what I mean? Mm. And for all the work that you guys have put into your thing, that's the last thing you want to do is like compromise it for like, all right, how do we make money? Exactly. So yeah. I see where you're at with it. And I, I don't know. I, I talk to Spencer about this a lot too, because he's kind of in the same situation. Yeah. I think the value for people like you guys and people like Spencer is like, i like, Spencer, you should do... A knife, a, a knife sharpening class with mm. uh, Kevin Pellegrino mm. mm. and it'd be like Spencer you know like Whiskey and Soba presents yeah. you know what I mean and it's with him it's with yeah. me and Ponte and it's like you're doing stuff and, and I would pay and you know, people would pay for that you know mm. and like because that really is value and I think that that's like an avenue mm. I'm not I'm such a marketing like fiend I'm just like sure, oh, yeah. guys, here's how we're going to do it yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm really not trying to tell you guys what to do sure. but I do think that there is A, like, revenue, and also B, a lot of interest, and C, a lot of good that could come from, like, you guys doing more stuff like that. Just being, like, tag-teaming with a restaurant or with, um, you know, a brand or something and doing stuff that provides value and and entertainment for people, you know? I think that's interesting. Um, That's, like, one way to take it definitely beyond it just being a blog or whatever, you know? Well,
0: mm-hmm. one thing I've been trying to do is try to make it almost like the PBS or the NPR of food blogging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've made a Patreon account, but it hasn't really been successful in that. Yeah. Admittedly, we have not really pushed that too much. Sure. But made something where we have fun, have like a pledge week or something like that. Yeah. Where, or you, you have know. set
2: up an exclusive dinner for just your Patreon people or something. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that those... I like a lot of the... pot lot those wrestling podcasts I listen to with, a lot of them have gone to the Patreon model. Mm-hmm. And I as active as I am with the podcast I mean I fiend on them dude I, when they come out and I listen to them I'm still not a Patreon member of any of them mm-hmm. I mean I think that Patreon is it's a good idea but I think you really gotta give a lot of value and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. to what to when you ask because even like people like myself like I love the podcast but I just love the podcast like I don't love it en- and I love it you know what I mean but I don't love it enough to like that I'm interested in doing more with it Sure, but there yeah. are people that are I get it yeah. So I think that it's, I don't know. It's a crossroads there of like understanding that, there there there's a desire for it to be more than what it is, but it's like you really got to come up with the right idea to present for it to be more than what it is. You know what I'm saying? So more exclusive stuff, Mm -hmm. merchandise, content,
0: whatever. Yeah, we had last we had our five year anniversary party this year. Mm -hmm. How'd that go? And what is great is great. I mean, a lot of people came, and uh, vendors who came sold a lot of goods. That's cool. And a lot of people who uh, had their like uh, wares out there and like. uh, you know, Narwhal came in there for Sprite's free boozy slushies. It was a big nice. hit. Um, Clucky McFly came by, oh my me nugs, brought me brought a bunch of nugs. This guy brought by pizza. Um, Sounds like a good party. You know, uh, Becky from uh, Serendipity brought by these ice pops. Mm-hmm. These uh, ice cream nice. pops. I like that. And like, it's something that like maybe that came thing where anyone who gives like at least $5 a month or something can come to this or something. Like That's that. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And they have other things that are exclusive, but then that starts, that starts to become something we have to really run, and really run it, which means it puts our day jobs Again, if it's off. not fun, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, this is
2: actually a hellion meeting. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be Bill. I'm going to send you a bill after this. this uh, all right, so cool, this, gotcha. Yeah, this yeah. is how I get in. This is how we're going to break into the consulting business. I
1: figure
2: that. No. How how are we doing on time?
1: I don't know. We're, I'm probably going to
2: do we need to Cut wrap it. it up? Probably. I
1: probably right. will. I could go we'll, forever. I, yeah, we'll have to do another round.
2: I love it. Um, uh, what should I talk? All right, go ahead. T- yeah. t-
1: just tell people, so you Corey <laughs> Snail. What do you do yes, in town? I, Where can they find you?
2: Uh, I sometimes am at this restaurant called Good Fortune that my partner and my friend Ryan McDonald runs. We run it together. It's on Tower Grove Avenue. It's by the Botanical Gardens. It's even closer to Oleo and Elia and Nixta. And... Choquette and union loafers Mm -hmm. and it's good fortune stl on the internet and dot com and i'm also starting an agency called hellion with my friend ben and zoe and that's higher hellion and that's all i'm doing right now i'm trying to do less stuff just do it better
1: nice gotcha
2: thank you for having me
1: Yes, you guys I have mean,
2: the Family Values Fall Tour 98 VHS. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we not watching that the whole time?
1: I know. I, we need to find a VH play, <laughs> VHS clip. That's a classic right It there. is. Um, yes.
2: I also have that Ben Folds 5 DVD. That's really good, too. Yeah, it mm. is. Take a good taste over here. At the Thank you. You stuff got any, f- any
1: <laughs> parting words for the folks?
2: Uh, keep eating at cool restaurants. Keep supporting interesting concepts. Uh, be open-minded um i do it like you guys do it just have a passion for it and support it i think that that's really genuine and really uh, admirable and um yeah have fun thanks for listening to this this went a long time i had a lot of fun great well, thank thanks. you guys All right, man. boom boom that was
1: great peace i'm christine guthrie with we eat stuff and this has been another episode of we eat stuff and talk about things thanks for listening and don't forget to hit the subscribe button on apple podcasts I would also like to encourage everyone to join our Patreon page, which you can find at patreon.com weeatstuff. There, you can become a sponsor of this podcast and all the work we do and be rewarded with cool stuff. We appreciate your support. Please join us next week for another interview, but in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Cheers!